As we gather on this second Sunday of Advent, our hearts are drawn to the theme of peace. In a world filled with chaos, uncertainty, and noise, the promise of peace holds profound significance. As our scripture text stated in Psalms 46, God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in time of trouble. With that in mind, I would like to talk to you from the subject, no Jesus, no peace. No Jesus, no peace. And I want to draw your attention to the screen so that you can understand why I repeated myself. No Jesus, no peace. No Jesus, no peace. Got it? Great. <laughs> In every circumstance of life, we can have peace when we be still and know that God, the great I am, is God. As we explore the timeless message of peace offered by the Prince of Peace, a message that is relevant today as it was centuries ago, you must understand the key to embracing peace in the midst of a storm, in the midst of your storm, you must know Jesus. When you know Jesus, you will know peace. Charles Spurgeon once said, the peace of God is that eternal calm which lies far too deep in the human soul to be reached by any external disturbance. So let's take a scroll through the scripture to examine the eternal peace promised by God through his son, Jesus Christ. Christ. First, we have the promise of a prince of peace. For Isaiah 9 and 6 said, for a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. This text is a prophetic verse from the Old Testament that is often associated with the anticipation of the Messiah in Christian theology. So let's try to break down the meaning of that verse. For a child is born to us, a son is given. This part of the verse refers to the promise of the birth of a special child, a son. The language used here suggests that the miraculous nature of this birth and highlights the significance of the child. The government will rest on his shoulders. 
This phrase signifies that this child will bear the responsibility of governing or ruling. It implies a position of authority and leadership that goes beyond earthly kingdom. The idea is that the ultimate authority will be placed upon the shoulders of this prophesied child. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So here, this verse lists four titles or names that will be attributed to the child. And each of these titles provide insight into the nature and role of the anticipated Messiah. Wonderful counselor. This suggests extraordinary wisdom and guidance. The Messiah is seen as a source of divine counsel, offering profound and wise advice. Mighty God. This title emphasizes the deity of the Messiah. It declares that the coming child is not just a human figure, but is in fact God in might and power. Everlasting Father. This title conveys a sense of eternal fatherhood. The Messiah is portrayed as a caring and nurturing father figure whose love and protection extends throughout eternity. And then Prince of Peace. This title highlights one of the central themes of the Advent season, peace. The Messiah is anticipated as the one who will bring a reign of peace, both in the hearts of individuals and in the world at large. In a nutshell, Isaiah 9 and 6 is a powerful prophecy foretelling the birth of a child who will hold a divine authority, possess extraordinary wisdom, embody the might of God, exhibit the characteristics of an everlasting and caring father, and bringing a transformative and lasting peace to humanity. This verse also points to the coming of Jesus Christ. He fulfills all of these prophetic roles. Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. This peace we speak about isn't fleeting. It's perfect and enduring for those who trust in God. R.T. Kendall reminds us that true peace is not merely a distant goal, but the very present, living presence of Christ. So let's explore what this true and living peace means for us in the midst of our chaotic lives. We have true peace. Philippians 4, 6, and 7 tells us, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God 
what you need and thank God for what God has done. And then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your heart and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. This scripture verse, the Apostle Paul was writing to the Philippian believers imparts a profound truth about the peace of God. This is not just any peace. It's God's peace. Something transcendent, supernatural, and beyond the limits of our understanding. The peace originates from God himself and is a hallmark of the Christian experience. So there is a transformative nature of this peace, and it has a deep connection to a life lived in Christ. So the scriptures assure us that as believers, we can experience a peace that goes beyond human comprehension. This peace isn't contingent on external circumstances. This peace does not rely on everything going well in our lives. This peace is the peace that God provides in the midst of challenges, in the midst of uncertainties, and even in the face of adversity. Paul describes this peace as a guardian of our heart, and minds. Living in Christ Jesus is the key to unlocking and maintaining this divine peace. Know Jesus, know peace. Know Jesus, know peace. The peace of God acts as a protective force, standing as a, a sentinel over our emotions and thoughts. It shields us from the anxieties, the fears, and the troubles that might otherwise assail or enter our being. The practical application of this verse in our everyday lives encourage us to actively seek a life in Christ Jesus, and to trust in God's peace as a constant companion guiding us through the complexities of life. When we live in Christ Jesus, God offers us a supernatural serenity that defies understanding. True peace transcends the absence of conflict. It's a peace that surpasses human understanding, a gift from God himself. Max Lucado beautifully puts it, when we are securely rooted in personal intimacy with the source of life, it will be but a small thing to experience the power of that life coursing throughout our lives, transforming our frailty, into durable consistency of his own. Do you experience this transformative peace in your life? Know Jesus, no peace. Know Jesus, 
no peace. We can have peace amid chaos. For John 14 and 7 says, Jesus says, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. Even in life's chaos, Jesus, the Prince of Peace, offers a unique gift, a peace that the world cannot replicate. Imagine a mighty ship navigating the tumultuous waves of a stormy sea. The wind howls and the waves are crashing against the vessel, threatening to toss it to and fro. Yet amidst the chaos, the ship remains steadfast and unyielding. In Christ, we discover our anchor, the unshakable force that keeps us steady in the face of life's storms, like a ship anchored securely, we find peace knowing that God is with us and nothing can prevail against the stability and strength that Christ gives to us. So as the ship stands firm against the raging sea, so do we anchored in the peace that transcends the storm. So on this second Sunday of Advent, you should accept the peace that God offers you in Christ, the peace that guards your heart and mind. We can have a peaceful response to adversity. It's all in the scriptures. James 3, 17 through 18 says, But the wisdom from above is first of all pure. It is also peace-loving, gentle at all times, and willing to yield to others. It is full of mercy and the fruit of good deeds. It shows no favoritism and is always sincere. And those who are peacemakers will plant seeds of peace and reap a harvest of righteousness. The peace of Christ not only sustains us in trials, but also influences our responses to adversity. It transforms us into peacemakers, sowing seeds of peace in a world hungry for harmony. Think of a pebble creating ripples in a pond. Our acts of peace can have a ripple effect touching lives far beyond our immediate surroundings. Does the peace you receive from Christ inspire you to be an agent of peace in the world? As we conclude our reflection 
on peace during this Advent season. May the peace of Christ, which surpasses all understanding, not only guard our hearts and minds, but propel us to be the ambassadors of peace in a world desperate for it. In him we discover not just a momentary respite, but a lasting and profound peace that echoes throughout eternity. So may the peace of Christ reign in your hearts, offering solace in every circumstance. Remember, you are not alone. For the Prince of Peace walks with you through every storm. The songwriter wrote, he walks with me, he talks with me, he tells me I am his own. So remember, the ultimate sacrifice of Jesus, our Prince of Peace. In him, we find the source of our peace. No Jesus, no peace. No Jesus, no peace. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of your son, our Prince of Peace. God, we pray that God, that his peace will fill our hearts and that we may too in turn be vessels of that peace in this world. So God, I pray that you will open up the hearts of the people to know that if they keep their mind stayed on you, that you promise to keep us in perfect peace. We pray this in Jesus' name. Let the church say, amen. So if you don't remember anything I said, remember, no Jesus, no peace. No Jesus, no peace. Amen.